Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Cyber Law Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Pollock, cybersecurity and privacy attorney at McDonald Hopkins. As always, keep those questions, calls, comments coming. Call me at 410-917-5189 or email me at spollock, that's S as in Sam, P as in Paul, O-L-L-O-C-K at mcdonaldhopkins.com. Appreciate everybody coming back today to, for another episode. Sorry for a little bit of a delay. There we go. And getting the next episode out, a lot been going on. Wanted to touch on just some general topics today. The first thing is that in the news, it was just reported that almost 2 million uh, Texas residents are impacted by a breach of the Texas Department of Insurance. Uh, That's a pretty big deal and a lot of implications, because if you imagine that a Texas Department of Insurance likely has a lot of personal information, um, and if a hacker got it, or I'm sorry, if a criminal got it, then that could cause an immense amount of issues for those people. And I've always felt that some of the more uh, vulnerable institutions are obviously the governmental institutions, departments of insurance, department of finance, banking, anything in that public sphere that take all of our information that we're required to give that information, you really don't have a choice but to give it. And if that get ha- if those get hacked and breached and taken, the implications are widespread. And I think that's why the government actually has very strict standards when it comes to their cybersecurity infrastructure, cybersecurity safety. They've preached it and they practiced it for a long time, but it just shows that anyone can get hit. It really doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what kind of institution you are. If a criminal wants to get in, they're going to get in. They're going to find a glitch. They're going to wait for that human error to happen. Uh, so it's just something to keep in mind when you're looking at these, when you hear about them in the news. The next part is I wanted to discuss the huge uptick in medical breaches, medical incidents. Uh, in particular, the Hive, the ransomware group, the Hive, has been really viciously going after um, medical institutions, hospitals, pharmacies, doctor practices, billing companies, you name it, they're going after it. Um, it feels like the hive has made a pivot towards a specialty almost in medical. And unfortunately, the medical world is likely behind government, the second most vulnerable in terms of regulations because of the amount of really sensitive protected health information that medical organizations have, host, transmit, store, um, manage. And I think ransomware groups really know that. And when they hit medical organizations, they're really able to leverage the fact that they have that really sensitive information to try to extract more money, to try to extract more demands, more financial uh, compensation. And it's unfortunate. You know, as I tell everyone, my clients, that when they're thinking about potentially paying a ransom um, because they think that that will counteract the ability or the need to then go notify impacted people, it doesn't matter if you pay or not pay, your notification obligations are going to stay the same. I've seen some ransomware groups, though, put out that they have an attorney who has stated that if the client buys the data back, that alleviates their legal responsibility to do that. Um, I'm still waiting to get that legal opinion um, and the memorandum from this uh, ransomware group's attorney 
that uh, kind of justifies that precedent. But until I get to get that and I guess verify it, my uh, my position, and I think every other attorney in the breach world's position remains the same, is that no matter if you pay or not pay, your notification obligations aren't going to change. But circling back to the medical aspect, I really want to emphasize to everybody in the medical community to, you know, cliche and corny, shields up. Just you need to be very vigilant. You need to be very aware. You have a massive amount of responsibility that leads to liability. So make sure you're keeping your policies, procedures, protocols up to date. Work with those external MSSPs to ensure that you're buttoning up your cybersecurity technical infrastructures. Get those compliance attorneys. I know we all hate working with attorneys, but you need them. You need us when it comes to this. Get with those external teams to work with your internal teams to make sure your compliance aspects are all buttoned up as well. The best defense here is going to be the good offense. The good offense is being proactive in all of these steps. Short one today, as usual. Try not to keep you guys bored and keep you on your toes. Um, thanks again for coming around for this episode. Be on the alert. We'll have some good speakers coming up in the next couple of weeks, months. Looking forward to some new topics. Uh, as always, keep the questions, calls, comments coming. 410-917-5189 or email me at spollock at mcdonaldhopkins.com. Have a great morning, great afternoon, or great evening.